Welcome back, everybody. Podcast number 10. Can't believe I've done 10 of these things. But uh, we're going to keep going until somebody tells me I need to stop. So, a couple things. Again, thanks for listening. You can always uh, share the podcast link with anybody who might be interested and like it. And if you'd like to join my email newsletter, I've started. I'm going about twice a month, just random stuff about pickleball tennis, some links to some, maybe some videos I like, um, things about schedules, link to the podcast. So if you'd like that, you can email me, scottfixtennis at gmail or text or any other ways you uh, you can find me. Um, so I have this new Christmas gift. Not sure how this is going to sound, what it's going to look like, but it's this cool microphone on a looks like a crane and some filters and some cool podcast stuff so if it sounds terrible it's because i don't know what i'm doing but it's cool looking and i feel like i'm important i guess that's a good thing for me um so a couple things coming up you might want to look into i'm I'm hosting a uh, pickleball clinic for beginners at the WAC um in january you can find information on Facebook, email, those types of things, but it is open to non-members. There's one on a Saturday, I believe it's January 15th, and then Wednesday, January 19th, hour and a half. Like I said, open to guests and non-members, so if you're interested in that, give me a call or call the WAC, and uh, you can join myself and um, Coach Will East over at the WAC to do some pickleball stuff. I'll also be If you're anywhere near Michigan, I'll be speaking at the Michigan Coaches Conference at Hope College through the USPTA um, on January 29th, and I'll be also be speaking at the Wisconsin Coaches Clinic at the WAC at Lake Country on February 26th. If there's any coaches who want to come, come hear me and um, catch up and talk some talk some tennis. So before I get started, my sleep update. Unfortunately, no luck with the Tylenol PM. I tried that as recommended and i stayed up all night so that was enjoyable good recommendation unisom tried that stayed up all night so i've got one to go and that is edibles so that's my next adventure um thanks to uh a friend of mine on the tennis court so we're gonna try that next and see if i fix that so let's get on to the sort of the topic of today which i'm gonna try to connect together don't know if i will very well um so today and really not that relevant to what i'm going to talk about but i had probably my most entertaining lesson of my i'm top three probably of my career i met two new people today just in town for the day deb and harry and it was i can't really describe it the entertainment i had from the jokes they told me to the sarcastic comments, the fun that they had on the court. Um, I wish everybody, every coach could have a lesson like that because it was, it was just fun and uh, entertaining and um, just with a couple people who just love, love hitting balls, want to meet new people. But it was great. So good day on the courts. Uh, hope to see them again soon. Um, so I always talk about the Colts. So my Colts last week won a big game in Arizona, and they won it missing nine starters from their team. All five offensive linemen, 
their best defensive back and Darius Leonard and three wide receivers. That might be nine. Yeah, I think that's nine. You guys know my math. And they won. So they found a way. So we're going to talk a little bit today just about finding a way when you don't have your best stuff. Um, they did it with great coaching and, and working as a team, probably a little bit of luck, but found a way to get it done when they didn't have their best stuff. And recently, this past Sunday morning, I had a lesson with uh, a longtime student of mine um, who had been really good for the past two or three weeks on the court uh, without playing a lot, but just coming in and, and playing really solid, doing things he's been working on. And this past week, didn't have it. Um, we, we talked about finding what you do have. How do you, using, basically using the practice as a way to work through those things and simulate a match where you didn't bring your best stuff. And we kept searching for what's, what's your best stuff, what's going to work. And it was a struggle. Um, but eventually found some things he could do. Um, versus looking at the ones he couldn't do. Turns out, had a serious lack of sleep, had something to do with it, so I have that in common with him. But, um, so, you know, how to handle a bad practice and think of it as an opportunity to sort of grind through tough times just like you would in a match. What would you do? You can't walk off. You can't stop. You can't change the drill. You have to continue to play and when you're in those difficult places, search for something. I wrote here on my notes to search through your toolbox, rummage through it until you find something. There has to be something left. It's not all bad. And what is it? And I sort of told him, what's your best shot? What do you always have? And it's happened to be a cross-court forehand. All right, let's hit a lot of those. Let's put you in a position to hit that because you always have that. For you, it might be your serve. It might be whatever it is. Go to your best thing first. See if that's there, because rarely are you losing what your best shot is. If that's gone, what's next? What else do I have in my in my toolbox? Um, so in the past, I used to call myself a runner. A lot of half marathons. We used to go with my my dad, my college coach, Flamer, friends, uh, my brother. We'd go to Louisville every year and run the Kentucky Derby half marathon. Um, during all that training, there were always terrible runs where everything hurt you just couldn't find it and those of their runners know what i'm talking about and you can't stop you got to get your miles in so i remember i always tried everything i try to run faster i try to go slower go a different direction take a break walk eat something drink something anything you could do to get through it and work through it until the pain goes away or you find your groove and that's a lot of tennis. It's just something's always wrong. Let's let's look for a way to work through that and buy some time. So it'll go away eventually. You will eventually find your groove. You all have bad practices. Maybe you look at them as awesome. This is going to happen to me in a match. How do I how do I fix this? What would I do in a match? What would be my go to plan? And I generally say, like I said, find what you're great at. If it's your forehand, if it's your volley, get to the net. If you've got a great lob. Start lobbing every single ball. Buy some time. Make that match take longer. Um, and that leads me to sort of something else I think is important that I I learned a lot in my trip to Florida a few weeks ago for our pickleball training is our coach 
Robert led off the class basically with our job is to become the student's second best coach. And I remember thinking I, I gotta I gotta remember that. I gotta put my in the put that in my notes on my phone. That we are actually we are their second best coach. They need to be their best first coach. They're it. They're out there by themselves. No coaching allowed in most situations. They have to be the number one coach. And our job is to teach them to coach themselves and understand what happened, why it happened, how do I repair it. And so I've, the last few weeks, I've tried to become a better second coach to my students. Um, so back in high school, long time ago, um, I graduated from Lincoln High School, home of the mighty Lincoln Alices back in Vincennes, Indiana. We had a teacher, Miss Caskus, and if anybody from Vincennes listens to this, you will know who I'm talking about. Senior year, English literature, hardest class I've ever taken, including probably college. And if you ask any of my friends who were in class with me, like my buddy Frika, who gets his first shout-out on this podcast. This is the hardest class I've ever taken. I wasn't a great student. I did fine, but nothing spectacular. But although it was the hardest class I ever took, she taught us how to study. She taught us how to take notes, how to prepare. She never gave us answers, but she gave us the tools of how to find them, how to research, how to do it ourselves. How to work with uh, with partners. I think I had some, I believe it was an Olive Garden bet between myself and my buddy Frika and a couple others that whoever got the highest grades uh, at the end of the semester had to buy, I, I could be making all that up, but she led us down a path of how to do it ourselves, how to learn this, how to prepare better. So when her crazy difficult test showed up, we were ready, and that's where I think I learned my organizational skills, time skills, um, and probably maybe started me on a path to coaching, because that's generally how I how I coach. So another group, another lesson I had last week, um, I had a player who we were working on sort of transitioning from baseline to the net, and she's on her way in. She missed the shot. She looked right at me. And asked me, should I have volleyed or let it bounce? My answer was yes. And she looked at me like I was a little bit nuts. I said yes. Should you? And she said, oh. I didn't want to give her an answer. I wanted her to know that she, she should answer her own question. And in her case, both of them were correct. She just tried to do both of them. They were, she could have moved in, take it on the fly. She could have backed up and let it bounce, but she didn't make a decision. She just sort of accepted where she was and start when you're on the court. You are your number one coach. You're your only coach. Better evaluating all the things we've talked about the past few weeks. How to, did you prepare for that? What, what options are in front of me? Um, and continue to treat those bad practices as positives for you. Work yourself through it. Because you'll never have a great match of everything working. So think about that stuff next time you're on the court. Hope you all have a 
really good new year, a good start on the tennis or pickleball court for 2022. And we will see you all next year. See you, everybody.